0: Where's my reel-to-reel recorder? I can't find it. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's September 13, 2009. Time for your Gitmo Nation
1: audio publication, episode 130.
0: This is No Agenda.
1: Coming to you once again from the Crackpot Command Center, located in the Minimum Security Containment Cell, still under threat of eminent domain in San Francisco, Gitmo Nation West.
0: I'm Adam Curry. And from what I suspect to be a cloudbuster at work in cloudy Northern Silicon Valley, I'm John C. Dvorak.: Its Craig and Buzzkill. In the morning.: Yeah, man, did you hear that
1: uh, yesterday morning? Could you hear that where you were?: Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I take that as
0: a yes so there 's so I was looking at this we have a weather pattern here, which is if you look on the I, I when you want if people out there want to go look at the really good satellite maps, you go to purdue uh, um, Unisys, you know, go to Google and type in Purdue University Unisys satellite. And there's a, a whole series of the, all the major satellites are documented at this, uh, Purdue University weather site. And so you can look at 24 hour, uh, you know, uh, analysis of the, of the satellites. They show the w- water vapor satellite. They show the uh, enhanced IR set. They show everything. So, uh, so I'm, so here we are. It was, we went out to dinner. On Friday, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yes, we yeah, we have to. Good point. And uh, so it was beautiful. It was it was like this, we're having our Indian summer here in, in uh, California. It, which it, is, by
1: the way, is it now officially over with all of this? Because I sure hope no, no, on. no.
0: Okay, good. No, good. This, good. Is just, this is just just a, a T- temporary sp- respite, temporary. Okay, right? You know, it'll be. Uh, w- I don't know why this is even happening. It's pretty weird. So anyway, so then it's the global
1: uh, warming, of course, John.
0: So then, I guess it was uh, was it last night or the night before?
1: No, it was Saturday morning is when it happened for me. Right, eight thirty three.
0: yeah, you had to be, you had you probably slept through the best part, which was starting about uh, four in the morning, when the first uh, thunder started coming through, which is rare. We don't usually have thunderstorms or lightning here ever. And so there was like a lightning thunderstorm. In fact, on the map, the weather map on the uh, Purdue site, they showed 255 strikes by uh, 10 o'clock in the morning uh, on Saturday morning. Oh, you know what? You know what? Could I just
1: interrupt you for one second? Yeah. Hold on a second. Nah, forget it. I, what? No, nah, never mind. I'm sorry. We're not streaming? Yeah, no, we are streaming. It's just I wanted to do hear- the morning. I couldn't find the button. We we haven't used it in so long. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is our main button. (laughs) I couldn't find it.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm sorry. We can do it again. So on Saturday morning. (laughs) In the morning. I'll cut all that bullshit out. Don't worry. I got there, plenty yeah, of right. time to There's, post so, the show. Do you have zero <laughs> intent of ever doing any post-production on the show? No,
1: no. I do from time to time. You know yeah, I do. Yeah, sure.
0: When somebody comes in or something. No. So um, – so there's all these lightning strikes and so but it, so I go and look at the satellite maps and I look at the 24 hour review and everything and there's just like one little ball uh, in the basically in fact up in uh, Washington state my wife's going on about how it's 70 degrees and Oregon's game yesterday there was a football game last night in Oregon at uh not Eugene and it was 85 and so meanwhile so I look at the map and there's just one little ball it's just the smallest little storm. It's just by itself, and it just came into the Bay Area, and it's supposed to have dissipated by now, but it seems to be lingering. And that, But I don't necessarily believe in this but i do have a uh, i do I, I, when i was a student i did read a lot of will stuff by about and by wilhelm reich oh yeah wilhelm the, of course is uh, the orgone energy man the orgone energy guy which you know when you're a kid you th- it it says some No sort no no of, i know.
1: love wilhelm reich and his, right, his I, I love that. his his sex energy and his anti cancer wooden box oh i've read so much about him i yeah, love it yeah but
0: you didn't read it so you have never read i because of, You've never seen it. The stuff that was burned, there's still there's still there's still um, a lot of documents out there that that did get distributed.
1: No, they put him in jail and they burned all of his research.
0: Yeah, because it was apparently so evil, (laughs) or
1: could it have been actually right?
0: Uh, I don't know if it is right or not, but but I I had a number of the documents that were burned because some of I mean it was. It wasn't as though the stuff never got out. Wait a
1: minute! You have but his 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 missing
0: documents,
1: and you've never sent some them to of them. me. Well, they could you th- please
0: send them to me? I don't know where they are. Are you kidding me? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> <The> so, uh, <laughs> all right, never mind. If I find one or two of them, I think I let bl- blown them out, and they're long gone. But they're all still right. float. They still float around on the in the underground. Call Leo and ask for him back. And so. Uh, not to go into it too much but he uh most of his stuff his he had these like this was like a very long newsletter he he was mostly claiming which is the most of the stuff that was destroyed and and very poorly documented in the uh in the later writings about Reich he's mostly talking about this is why I don't really want to get you these if I can even find them (laughs) it's mostly about flying saucers Mm. (laughs) and the long term strategy of aliens Mm -hmm. to to do what is called desertification so desert (laughs) and there's there's a lot lot of writing about this I gotta google that while you're talking yeah desert desertification I'm sure it's on the on the net all over the place, and the funny thing is, I keep running into this desertification process when I tra- travel when you travel the world, you run into this this, and he points it out, he says one of the things that they've been trying to do is just turn the whole globe into a desert, and it's going to take millennia to do it, but it's like but, they're, but they're, this is
1: a good start. <laughs> We've got to start <laughs> California now, is a
0: good place to start, any. <laughs> and he? But he's got this thing. He says, here's an example. And he shows these, uh, it's like uh, these, these temples and monuments. And you see this occasionally when you look. And, and he says it's not soot. But if you go to the middle of nowhere where there's no chance of soot, you'll find these, these old buildings that are decaying, these old cement and brick and mortar buildings. And they have this kind of black, this black stuff on them. And he's, you see it all the time. It's all over the place. And he says it's not soot. You can analyze. He says it's not soot, and it's not any specific mold. It's some weird alien stuff that is processing uh-huh. everything and turning it into sand. Anyway. No,
1: no, no. So, no, don't do it anyway. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. I'm looking at the wiki page right now. There's a picture of... Oh, no. This I is great. I, yeah. Oh, no. I love the certification. Oh, my goodness. John, I love you. Thank you. This for, will
0: keep you busy for, a, for, oh, for, yeah, a for the, the rest of the year. Just print it all out <laughs> and read about it. So, anyway... So one of the things Reich did, which I've always found fascinating, because every once in a while somebody either runs into one of these things, or they build one, or something weird happens. These things called cloud busters.
1: Oh, of course, this is yeah, um,
0: yeah, I know about that. So a cloud buster is a bunch of pipes that's that's grounded to a big. Uh, Lake usually some sort of freshwater source that uh, you aim and at, just aim it at the sky and it forms a a, a storm. Well, Wilhelm Reich did a number of experiments where he actually showed this working. Supposedly, and I've actually read <laughs> yes. a document documentation from some guy who who ran into his original equipment and cranked it up. A- and aimed it across the water or someplace, and a big storm and lightning storm appeared and started
1: and and these are li- these these are literally like a a series of tubes right
0: they're yeah they're basically tubes ice, yeah aluminum tubes i think well anyway, so but the way it's described the way uh, uh cloudbusters described it and it's a, a, the way it works matches almost just you know uh Point for point, checklist, checkbox by checkbox, what we experienced Friday night and Saturday morning. I mean, in terms of the the, the nature of it. I mean, it's a football really? storm. Nobody predicted it. It came in out of the blue. There's nothing else around it. it doesn't seem to be part and, of a and, system. And it, and, it,
1: and it wasn't just like a storm. I mean, you know, I, I have this uh, whole problem going on here where they're basically tearing the neighborhood down around me. So I'm, so I'm kind of paying attention to construction noise, to complain. And uh, that's a whole other story, which we should get into a different time. And at 8.30, I literally thought they had dropped one of these huge, you know, like 40-foot drill bits uh, <laughs> onto the concrete. I'm like, holy crap, what are these guys doing now? And it, it, it was literally such a lot. It was it was a real explosion uh, almost. And it woke me up, and I actually got out of bed, went to the window, threw open the sash and just to see what was going on. And there was, of course, nothing was happening there. But then I saw the rain. I'm like, my God, that was a thunderbolt. It was one of the loudest I've ever heard in my life.
0: Well, there was quite a few of them, and they kept going on and on and on. And the rain wasn't that severe. There was, but there was hail involved. <clears throat> so it was hail and rain and lightning. I'm in the city. You're a couple miles away, so I'm about eight miles from there. Um, but whatever the case is, it was it was all over the place, and it was flashing, and it was like uh, wow, boom, 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 boom. And uh, but then I went and looked on the on the satellite map in the 24-hour uh, loop. So I, so I can tell you what this was about. I mean, I have the theory ready for you immediately clearly
1: right. well it's very obvious saturday was uh september 12th and uh, glenn beck had organized all of these tea parties across the nation so obviously what do you want to do when you want to disrupt disrupt the uh, the people from uh, uh from protesting and marching you create horrible weather
0: nobody in san francisco listens <laughs> to glenn beck <laughs> They picked the wrong place. Are they that dumb?
1: Well, it's not. They haven't quite perfected the cloud busting yet. They're working (laughs) on it. (laughs) They're trying. Hey, you know, I want to try some of this cloud busting. I'm sure someone out there, someone is. There's got to be some mad scientist in the Bay Area who uh, who has these series of pipes we can uh, we can test with.
0: Well, I'm thinking the here's what if I was going to go with the conspiracy ideas and the cloud busting. I think that. It was probably some crackpot up from Washington State who came down here to try to disrupt the Cal-Eastern Washington game, which was going to be played in the Berkeley Hills that day. (laughs) Of course. Of course, it's entertainment related. Ah, excellent. (laughs) To try to slosh up the field so they give the guys a chance, even though it didn't work since Cal won 59 to 7. And so that didn't work out for him, In, unless there was some other event There may be a protest. Yeah, I was thinking
1: t- what else was going on out here on uh, on the tour. Tw- there must have been something else happening, but it, it makes so much sense. And by the way, there's a couple of events I wouldn't mind
0: disrupting. So I, I want to try <laughs> these tubes. Well now the thing is when you read about the tubes uh, you you they're supposed to be it's supposed to be a dangerous because the because it involves this this mysterious orgone energy which also could be for all you know this dark a version of dark energy which is the physicists always talking about uh, It involves it in such concentrations that if you don't ground these pipes right, essentially it just sucks the life out of it, and you find yourself like looking like an old man and dead in a week.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait a minute! Don't tell me you get like old and gray all of a sudden, John. (laughs) Stay away from those pipes.
0: You know that kind of thing. So I mean, so it's not just non-trivial. There are a bunch of people. I have to say. There are a bunch because every once in a while i I don't bring this up much, and I don't usually mention the fact that I know anything about it It's okay, I'm and, riveted, please continue, yes, I figured uh but I'll tell you this that once you mention it like we just did. Uh, it 'll probably cut down on our contributions to the show, but it you'll you 'll hear a, uh, from a bunch of crackpots locals that are deeply in, in into the right stuff and they probably have all of his material and you know cause, you know all the newsletters and all these crazy things he, which has all the documentation of the desert desertification and all the rest of it and and the construction details for the cloudbusters and they probably you know. Be glad to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be glad to exchange email.
1: <laughs> it's Adam at uh, Mevio.com. I would, yeah. I would love to. I would love to. Hey, John. By the way, I've got something for you here. <laughs> Calling. You are a crackpot, man. You're an undercover crackpot.
0: Nope. Yeah, you are. So you anyway, are. but you'll be hearing from these people, and, you'll, and here's what you here's I, here's what the results is going to be. I can hear, see it coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah. You'll have an orgone energy box in your place. What
1: this? It is an, an orgone of energy blankets. box. A couple of the
0: orgone blankets. <laughs> No, I've seen all that. I have not ordered an orgone box, but I, I have read it. And I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, the blankets are fine. You can put it. You can use them as a. It's, here, supposed, a it's
1: supposed to either protect or even cure you from cancer. I believe the orgone. Yeah, I got one. Box. Here's
0: if anybody wants to experience orgone energy. This is a, this is a parlor trick. <laughs> wait a wait a minute.
1: Okay, I'm real. Okay, let me record. Yes, go.
0: Get yourself a. You know, next time you have a. Uh, a can or drink a can of coca-cola which has the right coating inside which can create this effect mm. um it has to be a can can of uh, cola you drink when you d- dump it i get all the thing out, and then stick your finger into the can and you'll feel a warm like it's warming up in there you'll feel your finger warming up and that's orgone energy that's my guess yeah so what is it—the
1: carbonation or the? Carbonate? No, no, I'm
0: talking about an empty can with no. Oh, empty you know, can. Wash it out so there's no water in there, nothing.
1: Oh, okay, I got it. But I thought it was supposed to work with wood, or like there's supposed to be a, a wood. No, the
0: way the way it seems to work is that with using a a, a, a series of insulators that are stacked one next one, to yeah the next other. to another, yeah. Which is one of the reasons some people will notice a difference in their uh, body temperature if they stack wool against silk against cotton, and they you know the yeah the,
1: the layering effect as
0: it were yeah but not but you could layer cotton 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 or wool 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 or cotton wool but if you put silk in there somewhere anywhere in the mix or or you have like a different combination of things you'll find the effect to be. Uh, Somewhat interesting.
1: I am going to, uh, dedicate the next couple of days to, uh, looking into orgone energy again. I, 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 was, I remember you told me about this a year ago and I was so fascinated and I was like, wow, this, this, this is awesome. And please have a look and see if you can find some of the, the missing documents, which of course you have in that big pile of crap, which is known as your house. I, I would love, I would love to read some of those
0: missing documents. Yeah, well if I run into one you you'll be uh, they'll go in your box.
1: Uh, in the uh, in the chat room uh, noagenda.chat.com uh, people are asking if uh, if it's Orgone energy or the sham wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here camera guy, come here. ready to get a shot? <laughs> the sham wow. Stick your finger in the coke can, have
1: the, Just uh, in case you didn't know exactly what's going on here. This is no agenda and here is our motto.
0: Our formula is this. We go out we hit people in the mouth. All right, so we it's need a simple but effective formula. It really by does
1: the way. work. It really does work. And we were uh we were having dinner and I, and I let's uh bookmark that to talk about dinner because it was a it wasn't bad. Uh and d- at least worth reviewing. And um we uh we both realized that on Thursday's show uh before the show had begun we had both already received um links and emails and or had seen whatever um copies of the video of the acorn prostitution swindle and uh and we don't always agree on this show but i think we both agreed right off the bat that 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 thing is fake or well, it's, or yeah, it's a setup it and it's the, a scam it, it,
0: until the Acorn people came out and fired those people.
1: Well, that still doesn't convince me. And and there's a couple of things I want to say. First of all, if you if you don't know what this is about, then uh, go to foxnews.com. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out real yeah fast. real quick. Or biggovernment.com. Uh, an undercover journalist and I'm going to do big air quotation marks here along with a. Uh, independent filmmaker, uh, and this girl uh, who uh, uh, who uh, acted in, the, in this uh, in this video setup was uh, I think about twenty. Uh, the guy, by the way, I, I don't think we we know his name, but haven't uh, you know haven't seen him anywhere? This oh no,
0: I saw him. He was on uh, Glenn Beck. Uh, oh, okay,
1: because Hannah Giles, who is was the uh, the aspiring journalist, um, James O'Keefe is the name of the. Uh, uh, of the the filmmaker so what they did is they if you haven't and, I, and actually i think a lot of people haven't heard about this although most people who listen to our show probably have oh yeah uh, they went into an acorn office <laughs> we can not be just,
0: assured of that yeah
1: <laughs> and not just one but i think three they did this three times at least two that i know of and they basically uh go in asking for help uh tax advice pitching themselves as a prostitute and her pimp <laughs> And not just any old prostitute, but she wants to set up a brothel with illegal uh, underage girls. I mean, it it, it just really, it's unbelievable. The first thing that I have to say when looking at, uh, at this video, and, you know, how dumb are you when a girl who looks like Hannah Giles shows up and says, I'm a prostitute. Because, you know, this is Elliot's... If she was a, pro, a prostitute, she was Elliot Spitzer quality material. I mean, this, this girl looks so good, she would be a $5,000 a night hooker. Not yeah. just some way, kind of street way, walker. Yeah, she did not
0: look like a street walker. No she didn't way. Have, she, didn't have any, she wasn't worn out looking. I mean... <laughs>
1: I mean, she was beautiful, or she is beautiful. It, it,
0: it totally,
1: I mean, alarm bells would have been going off in my head from the get go. It's like, oh, yeah, right. You're a hooker. Uh huh. Well, funny. <laughs> <A>
0: Streetwalker, <laughs> like, let's get it straight.
1: I, I know my hookers. She could not have been a hooker. No way. It was just absolutely no way. <laughs> no way. But but more. <laughs> you I know. Please, please give me a freaking break. And, um, and so, and, you know, I, and I've watched the full unedited tape, which is pretty, or as they say, unedited raw footage, whatever. And it's a, it's quite lengthy. But I'm also looking at how this thing is is shot. I'm like, that was, you know, I've seen lots of undercover footage. This was spectacularly done. I mean, they're, they're right on target. Everyone's center frame. I mean, how, how could this have been a, just, it wasn't like a hat cam or an eyeglasses cam. It must have been a bag on the table. But even then, the, the shot all of a sudden levitates. You've got a, a, a shot from uh, above looking down. I, John, my feeling is, I don't know about the Baltimore one but the Boston one look you can hang up a, a an acorn sign anywhere and put put a couple of dumbbells in a room and make this up and clearly this Hannah Giles she must have been working for Fox or for Glenn Beck or I've I've even seen um uh, I was watching what's that show Red Eye which is on at night on Fox with that weird uh, weird guy with um
0: a weird guy on Fox. Yeah,
1: go figure. Huh. And he he had, um, oh, what's her name, Cups? Is that a journalist, Cups? I don't know what Girl? you're talking about. Well, anyway, she said she slipped up. I think she's a, a, also a Fox stringer or journalist. She says, well, you know, Hannah's a really good friend of mine. I'm like, wait a minute. Hannah's oh really? really? Yeah, yeah, and and I recorded it, but of course I I didn't have time to pull the clip. I was like, well, oh. let's pull
0: that clip because I've got the clip of of the two of them being interviewed by Beck. We'll do that on Thursday, mm-hmm. and you pull that clip because that makes things real interesting if that's true. Here, here's the way I saw the two of them with the last interview they did. It was on Beck, and and they had Hannah and the guy what whatever his name is. What's uh, you have it? O'Keefe, name? James O'Keefe. O'Keefe, O'Keefe, James, Jim, James, who's a real kind of a uh, a mate. He's kind of a thin, emaciated uh, um, uh, character. You know, the just a, he's just a, he, he just seems like a, a phlegmatic or something. You know, just kind of a nervous John Dor like guy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now let's and, com- let's
1: <laughs> compare let's let's compare this guy to one of my uh, main investors. Thank you.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just that's saying cool. in terms of his <laughs> his physique. Yeah, uh, he's, he's thin and uh, and shaky. And, uh,
1: <laughs> Keep going
0: <laughs> Keep going please This is good So uh, and Hannah is this You know she's 20 So she's not very oh, old Oh there's the 10 o'clock yeah, here it goes. I heard it going uh, by. She's twenty years old, and she's she is very pretty. She is horrible. She is a horrible speaker for someone she who was, wants to be a journalist. This, she wasn't. I was surprised. She wasn't as bad as she, as you described her when it well, comes to her speaking. Well, maybe think. she's gotten better in. Uh, well, over. she might. But she said that it was her idea.
1: Yes, yeah, she said. She says I was jogging, and then I saw some Acorn people, and I thought, "Hey, why don't I go scam them?" I'm like, "Huh."
0: Well, the way she said it, she she said the way she. I saw, I saw her
1: first appearance on Glenbeck, so I think she's probably honed her story a little bit since well, then. Well,
0: the, the honed story is that she first she saw some Acorn projects, some places that I guess they were somehow behind, and then she saw the offices and thought they were kind of shabby and wondered where all his money was going and wondered what the hell what the deal was, and she decided to go in there and run a, a scam on him, and uh, just <laughs> yeah. to find and apparently. Apparently she did it at more than one office. Yeah, she it.
1: did it in Baltimore, and I think there was another
0: one. Well, now, the one in Baltimore is interesting because... By the way,
1: a lot of traveling, Boston to Baltimore, you know, just very elaborate. And she says she used all of her savings you yeah, know There's this. something. There's something. Fishy. There's too many loose ends. There really is, and and I and I love it when we can when we even you know when Adam and John come up with a conspiracy theory about something as beautiful as screwing Acorn, <laughs> you know, because of
0: course I love it, right? Is it what a, what a, what a, what a fantastic setup? But I it smells wrong to me. It really does. So meanwhile, the thing that that really is going to be interesting is to see how they uh, deal with the fact that the district attorney. Uh, Maybe looking into, like, this taping as some sort of illegally obtained. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah. The penalty right. for unlaw the, here's the way it goes. If it's determined that the, uh, it's about the audio portion, portion only of the U-Turk tube video, w- if it was illegally obtained, it would be illegal under Maryland law. And they, by the way, they need these laws in Maryland and elsewhere to protect corrupt officials.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who do exactly the same thing
0: there's a, there's a corruption problem in the in the United States of America that needs to be protected yeah. by these laws that say you can't record somebody when they are or when they're doing something illegal yeah by the way i mean the police can but they need a warrant even for that but i mean this is in the open air it seems to me that if you're standing in some place and you're talking to me I should be able to record that conversation.
1: You know that this is interesting, John, because I was what? Oh my God, I have no life. Mickey's not here. I was watching Geraldo last night. No, yes, yes. And so they were talking about the um, the ESPN sportscaster who was uh, filmed naked in her hotel room. You know that story, right? A va- yeah, you know, I we oh,
0: kind of dude. I gotta send you the me.
1: link. You gotta see the video. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, she's fantastic. <laughs> this is a, oh, this is the the awesomest video I've ever seen. So anyway, Geraldo is sitting there saying uh, because yeah, they, they always have like some some failed lawyer who's like, well, you know, this, you can't just illegally videotape people through peepholes and blah blah blah. And Geraldo, I couldn't believe he was saying, well, no, that's not illegal. You can do that. He was actually defending. people videos videos. i'm like of course he is because he wants to build a precedence uh for this uh i presume fox setup of the acorn videoing so this is going to be a debate right now look you can't wiretap people you can't videotape people well i'm sorry in america you can apparently wiretap people but this will be a debate. I think we're on to something here. Is this no, legal I or right. is it and not?
0: I think it's going. this thing is going to come to a head. These people are, are going to be in the center of it. Uh, but anyway, a violation of Maryland law, the annotated code of Maryland courts and judicial proceedings, Article 10402, which requires two-party consent. Uh, the penalty for the unlawful interception of the audio disclosure or use is a felony, punishable of up from but, but, but up to five I, years in jail.
1: I don't understand how, how does this work. You know, I've I've been reading uh, the book "The Informant," which is about the Archer Daniels Midland uh, price fixing scandal of the uh, of the eighties. Which, by the way, is coming out September eighteenth as a movie with Matt Damon. I will be doing a review on Thursday of the book. Um, this is all about uh the illegal uh wiretapping and recording, and I think you'll see that this is be- This is going to be a major, major point of discussion, particularly as it pertains to wiretapping, to the Aaron Andrews peephole video, uh, to, to the acorn recording. Oh, it was
0: Aaron Andrews, Aaron
1: Andrews. Oh my god, she's <laughs> she is so oh man. <laughs> uh, and at one point she bends over the bathtub, John.
0: <laughs> you have to wonder if she's like, you know, yeah, 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 she probably didn't want this. Uh, hold on a second. I just got jobs, <laughs> jobs, jobs, and jobs. Let's vote for jobs.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I just had to disrupt myself for a second. Otherwise, I'll never get off it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm,
0: uh. Getting you a link to the video. Yeah, actually, got photos of Nancy Pelosi do help, too, by the way. She's got a nice rack. Who? Nancy Pelosi. I know, but I'm just saying, if you know, she's not an exciting woman. <laughs> anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yeah, Aaron Andrews. Yeah. Okay, well, send me that link. I have to check this out just well, to see if it, maybe it's a fake.
1: Oh, no, 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 it's not, I'm going to send you the, what they did apparently, and we'll send you the, the Google video page, what they apparently did is they reversed the peephole, uh, you know, the spy glass. Oh, the, the door people. They What's reversed the door
0: people it? doing in a, in a, on a, in a bathroom?
1: No, no, no. She's in her hotel room, so there's two videos. Oh, the, she's in her hotel room, and yeah, somebody flipped the thing it, around. Yeah, backwards. they flipped it around, so they held up the camera. This, like, by the
0: way, <laughs> came from a Seinfeld episode. Oh, Really? Yeah, they... (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, life imitates art. I love it. Uh, This Kramer had a a peephole, and he decided that it would be wise to reverse it. And Jerry kept asking why, he says, because somebody might be inside ready to sneak up on me, so I can look inside (laughs) before I go in.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, you know, Aaron Aaron Andrews has been on Oprah, and it was, you know how Bill O'Reilly does that... um, Facial expression segment where he has some so called expert saying, Well, look at how this person responds now, and they slow it down. And this is what this body movement means. This is what the raising of the eyebrows mean. So, the, uh, the assertion, uh, in that segment that he had was that she really isn't too disturbed by this video and the, uh, uh, and, and the attention it has garnered her.
0: Uh, yeah, then that's what I would first thing I would I was, I would think of because and because it, it goes back to the you know Paris Hilton and all the rest of these women exactly. who have gotten huge publicity and, oh, and you say mileage.
1: that and if you look at Erin Andrews, she has a bit of Paris Hilton look in her face, I might add.
0: And she, you know, the other thing is typically the women who do this. It's not as though she's a fat pig that's embarrassed by no. the thing. No, although uh, I I will say that if that had happened to me, first of all. That
1: would be very sad and hurtful for most people's eyes, but uh, and uh,
0: turn down your speakers um I See, God, do thi- you're so low now it's ridiculous that wasn't me, or you're yelling no, well i I'm excited
1: <laughs> what can I tell you um if I traveled a lot and I was in hotel rooms a lot, which I am, and this had happened to me, I definitely would be you know worried every single time you know th- that that's a um Knowing that that could happen to you, that's freaky. I mean, that could definitely freak anyone out. So, I, I don't well, want to disparage this for her because, you know, shit. I mean, it's it's wrong.
0: You want my advice? Yeah. Check the peephole. Yeah, peephole check is good. Now, there's just many. Look. The, the, I always check the peephole anyway. I just want to see what, you know, I look at. You know, I look through it to see if, you know, what you can see.
1: I'm trying to think what it was in the UK. Was it in the UK uh, many, many years ago? Some guy. Was bringing a trial again. Get- it was like some sex offender trial something about porn and they put a camera in this guy's hotel room and they basically filmed him masturbating to porn movies. You know, I mean no, so- God. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta look that story up. It, it was a good one.
0: So I'm looking I go to I I put Aaron Andrews in Google and then hit the images. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful.
1: Well, but, she's got a nice figure. Oh my God, she's beautiful. And but you know, you know how um, a lot of women—and we should get off this topic—but a lot <laughs> of women when they don't know they're being filmed—and this is something—there's something to be said for this. When they don't know they're being filmed, they're really—you know—the gut comes out a little bit. They do <laughs> the kind—they <gut. laughs> do kind of not really attractive stuff. You know, it's like they're like human beings. But when they know huh. that, but when they know that they're being looked at, the gut is in, they're standing straight, they're twirling their hair. I, I you know I'm just saying I'm just saying. Well, was it, she,
0: was she, was she do you think by observing this video, which I won't look at? but by, <laughs> by observing this video, would you analyze it as though she knew she was being filmed? I would say it's possible, because she kept the gut in and she was like always looking good. Yes, I would. I would say it's
1: possible. I would say uh, again, it's a horrible thing for this to happen. I mean, I even when I was uh, papped paparazzi a couple times in uh, in Holland, in uh, actually in situations outside, um, but you know, stuff that was in personal situations, and uh, and then you see the show up in a magazine. And I'm like, oh my god! You know, I really didn't know there was someone there. Waiting for me, looking for me, and taking my picture, and, and no, and and it feels yeah. weird. I mean, this has been going on since I've been nineteen, but it's like, oh shit, man! It's just, it just you feel a little violated. I, it's I'll, creepy. It really is a creepy feeling. So, so I'm all I'm all for that, but that
0: of course is why celebrities make the big bucks. <laughs> so here's uh, Aaron Anderson on the cover of FHM magazine. I sent you the link. Hmm. Is this new? No, I don't know if it's new or not. I mean, I think I've seen her work, yeah. you know, uh, on and off on uh, – yeah, it's a competitive is
1: business. Is she good? Is she a good uh, journalist? Is she a That's
0: good reporter? That's the thing. Is, I mean, I don't remember her. I mean, I, I, there's a ah, bunch of ones I, I've watched I thought are pretty good. There's one in particular This blonde. I can't remember her name offhand. But she's uh, kind of interesting because she's uh, – can't remember her name, but she—I think she's still at ESPN. She's interesting because she moves in and cozies up to the uh, players, and actually pushes herself up. She's like a masher. Ah, I like it. Ah, I like it. And, and the guys are like, Ugh, you know, and they, so they—they actually they get very uh, uh, kind of
1: What are the tense. guys? What are the guys like, John?
0: They get tense. <laughs>
1: and so, um, uh, all right. Well, let's move off of this, but let's keep our eye on it. Uh, so. A couple of things. First of all, uh, the legality of taping someone, um, and I've always understood, by the way, that you are not allowed, and I think this is true pretty much everywhere. It's like a, and of course, there are human rights. uh, Unless, of course, you're the prince and princess of the Netherlands, then you can't take any pictures or publish them no matter what you're doing. You know, you have to have the New World Order power to stop that. Uh, But otherwise, I believe there's going to be a a big, broad discussion about uh, is it legal to film someone? Is it legal to film someone if they're a celebrity? Is it legal to film or photograph someone if they're in the privacy of their own home? Is a hotel room considered your home temporarily? I mean, this will be a discussion. It's coming up. Mark my words.
0: Well, that thing with Aaron Andrews is obviously illegal because that's like go shooting pictures through the window. Uh, the, the the thing with the uh, taping or the getting the the vocal off of a YouTube clip or or from a movie that you took, I think it's state to state. I think the more corrupt states like Maryland apparently would have more of these laws than other states because look at what 60 Minutes does and and all these other. uh yeah, what how, used to how, be, how about to do, catch a predator?
1: It's okay if uh, you know if it's a predator. But it's yeah, not going mean, to be so okay. There's a lot, if it's acorn. I, but I think
0: those I think they run those shows in states where that law doesn't exist. I think this is this is not a federal law we're no, talking about. I think most of those shows are rigged, John. That's what oh, I'm I, thinking. Yeah, no, yeah, I think I, a lot yeah, of those shows all, are rigged. It's all rigged. It's, although they can find these, my favorite catcher predator, which I think is the sleaziest show ever, no, is the, is they had they cut one guy, and then like three weeks later, they cut the same, same guy. guy. Yeah, this He's like some cross-eyed little twerp that's like, oh, okay, I didn't know I was doing the wrong thing. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's, uh, for me, the takeaway from this, and, and as I said, I'm, I'm home alone right now, although actually my daughter's coming out next week. It's going to be great. She's going to be here for, uh, for a while in the Bay Area. My takeaway is that you know we never watch television. Really, uh, there's a couple things we watch. You know, Mickey forces me to watch Real Time with Bill Maher, but that's great because I get to go, "Oh, brother!" all the time.
0: <laughs> I get to do <laughs> that. Do a show little,
1: just gets worse by the brother. week. Yeah, more about that in a moment. And then uh, from time to time, we'll watch Real Housewives of dot dot dot. But I find myself, you know, with plenty of stuff to do on the couch and before you know it four hours has passed four hours i'm like i've sit i've been completely hypnotized i'm sitting here as a lethargic noob Good Boob. And, and and I'm like, and, and I, I have been in television. I, even in 1982, we were faking shit on television. Yeah, I have a satellite interview with Janet Jackson. Bullshit. I was just timing my questions <laughs> in the answers of an electronic press kit, which, by the way, came on videotape.
0: And by the way, most of the people, you, know, you hear these all the time. They, not as much as you used to. They used to come on vinyl. You used to get these things at the radio station. Oh, yeah.
1: Be, oh, yeah. You get the You play in, like they, three times and it would be all cruddy
0: right you had to just you had to want, you had your main guy at the station you put the vinyl thing on and he would interview yeah. this person who right. was just a bunch of clips yeah. which by the way is where is where uh, I think it's the show the TV show later called Space Ghost kind of did a take off on this on the on cable network where they where they would take these interviews and then they would just take the answers and then just then redo the questions yeah. so they're just crazy well
1: like the Jon Stewart show it's the when uh, when uh, what's her name uh, Samantha Bee goes and interviews uh, politicians and then she has and she does all the crazy questions and then they have the, the answers uh, edited in yeah, I wore the dumb looks. I mean, if people don't really know how here's how it works. So or how it used to work. You go to interview somebody, and this still happens this way every single day. It's a one-camera shot right and then you see the conversation on television and you see the over the shoulder from the uh, the interviewer and then you know it'll switch back and you see the interviewer's questions
0: which is called b roll and that's what it's referred well, to well
1: we call it noddies in fact most uh, p- certainly politicians but most celebrities know you get you do the interview the interview is done with the camera over the interviewer's shoulder and then after the interview is done you always have about 5 minutes left and the producers who who's there will say okay um We we need to do some noddies, and what that means is they then reverse the angle, put it behind the celebrity so that you have the interviewer nodding, going, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, mm mm-hmm, yeah, interesting. And then also, when the celebrity then leaves, then they'll keep that camera shot and the interviewer will ask all of the questions again. And then that's edited together to give you the impression that there's an actual conversation going on shot shot with multiple cameras. Oftentimes, you can see... That the either the person answering or the the or the person asking the question, you'll see their mouth or the side of their face moving not in sync with the words. Oftentimes,
0: <laughs> all always. the time. Yeah, right. I have never seen an interview done with that technique where you haven't seen the. It is some...
1: time. It is time for me once again. I do it just about once every year. The Zen TV experiment. You must read this article. I'm going to put it in the show notes. At no agenda show dot uh, com. The Zen TV experiment really helps you understand and gives you a number of. Um, hey, last time I posted this was uh, when did I post this? Uh, July fifteenth, two thousand seven. Wow, I skipped a year. I guess I'm going to put that in the show notes. It gives you a couple of exercises. Yeah, it gives you a couple of exercises. So you can understand how television fools you consistently. I mean, consistently. And I just realized yesterday, nothing is real. It is all. This is the Matrix. This is the Matrix.
0: So, so anyway, when I was at uh, Tech TV, we used to do uh, the Silicon Spin Show, and so they kept redesigning it because the guy who was running the network just thought that Chris Matthews was the greatest guy in the world, and he who was on the channel at the same time I was on so he obviously never watched my show ever because he's just watching Chris Matthews so one day they decided to change the format of the show completely Yeah. so it was like basically fashioned after Chris Chris Matthews and so they had but we had to have satellite feeds had to have these remotes <laughs> so they brought <laughs> because these <it's> people cool. <laughs> in they brought these people into the studio and sat them in a chair across the studio with a camera on them and put them in a box as though they <laughs> weren't there were, ah, it's a remote <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's like the you know there's legendary youtube footage um of I think Gulf War 1 Where the guys are in a blue screen studio putting on their gas masks and helmets like there's gonna be a a chemical attack. (laughs) That literally, it's, it's the, it's, well, uh, it wasn't green screen in uh, in those days, it was blue screen. They're literally in a blue screen box that's supposed to be the hotel lobby of the Baghdad Hilton. And they've got, they they do have a real tree, like a lobby palm tree. (laughs) sitting there and they're like oh they're running around but it's in a studio i mean this this trickery re- is well, that's even what when it is remote,
0: i mean even in the remote if you remember there's a bunch of youtube videos about the you know the person doing their oh we have this huge flood and it's like everything yeah, yeah. and then a guy walks by in waiters you know it's like, a, it's like <laughs> yeah. an inch thick
1: like a, <laughs> oh yeah well so Turn it off is what I'd say. And, and the only thing that really works is live television. And even that, even that is is tricked out to no end these days. They're so good. I mean, they're so good. Do you remember that, um, what was that, Flight 504 or whatever, that, was that awesome video which came out around 2002 where the, there's a guy driving on the highway and all of a sudden this plane lands on the highway right behind him? You no, I don't that? remember that. mm I'll have to look that up. I think it was Flight 504. It's a joke. It's basically, it's a joke video, but it is so well done. And when you realize what... What is possible as far back as 2002 or, dare I well, say, as well, far actually, back as back, 19? If
0: you want to see what's possible, I mean, the, the place, I think the first movie that exploited this to the max, not in terms of CG, you know, like Star Wars, but in terms of like faking reality was the, uh, what's the movie with Tom Hanks where he played the running guy was an idiot? Uh, oh, uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. There is there are scenes in there that are just I mean th- thousands of birds and all these things that never existed in the real world. It looks absolutely fan- it looks absolutely real. I mean now the, the the giant war movies they have people that are you know it looks like they're fighting in the background and all stuff. There's nobody there. Yeah. And I mean the the whole thing has gotten to the point where you can just create reality. And I think uh, Wag the Dog kind of told that this story about how how you can do this. Ah, uh, John. Thank you. You have, I have I have led you down exactly to where I want
1: you to be. What, I wagged the dog? Yes, because my belief is that it was missiles that hit the Twin Towers and oh, that, what, and that people, did, what you saw, everyone says they saw the planes hit. They saw it on television. There were only five video feeds available at the time, all used by the same networks. There was a 17-second delay in the, live, quote, live feed. My belief is that video trickery was used on
0: 9-11. WTC-7 won't go away. So, um, yeah, then you sent me a link to this horrible film run by a bunch of crackpots. No, no, no. I gave you the film
1: only for the aviation pieces because I, as, a, as an airman, fundamentally disagree with what is... The official story in the 9/11 Commission report and the NIST report—the only the aviation pieces, the speed of aircraft at the altitude they were flying, the maneuvers being made—I only say the video, of course, is a crackpot video. But if there's no other way to convey this information to non-aviators, you know, if you don't even even the black box data, which was sent by the government, right? It just doesn't add up. The the plane that flew in the plane that flew into the Pentagon actually overflew it by two hundred and fifty feet, according to their own data. Because they forgot to adjust the or doctor the data for the altitude pressure setting on that very day. So this is that's I'm not saying anything else than that, that as an aviator, as an airman, their data does not add up and you gotta clear that up for me. Until you do that, I don't believe anything else that's in the report. Well, that's
0: fine, but I tell you this, there's no way that after that first building was hit, missile or no missile, that everybody in New York City wasn't looking up at that at those two towers and the second plane came in do and you it was realize, coming in at slow yes, speeds yes, unless John, it was a cruise and, yes. missile.
1: And there are, and there are hundreds of Mainstream media news reports of people saying it was a small plane, it looked like a Cessna, it was. It, it, it looked like something military. And the, And when you look in the sky, do you know how hard it is to determine the size of an object when you look in the sky? A cruise missile can easily, easily be mistaken for an airplane, particularly if you're looking for an airplane.
0: It's going to look like an airplane. Yeah, but why would you be looking for an airplane?
1: Because because you just heard that an airplane hit the first tower, so no, you're I'm looking talking up about
0: the, th- the thousands of people that weren't watching television that were down on the ground looking up, and, th- and those people are on record
1: saying it looked like a oh, small airplane. Are, that's
0: only that that's just starting to show up on record. I'd like to hear from some people. We we have listeners that. You know, I'm not buying all these crazy reports that come in from these crackpots who are obviously nutcases because you can just see, take a look at their own websites. And these people are are unbalanced. And so they go find people that said, you know, this or people that will just say anything because you can, I can go out in the street right now and have, just say, hey, here's what I want you to say. Can you do that? Oh, yeah, Yeah, sure. John,
1: of course you can. Of course. I totally agree. So let's just take, let's, let's take it away from the video. Let's just forget the fact that if you watch the official news footage that the of the second tower, that the nose of the airplane that goes in comes out the other side intact. You can actually see it coming out the other side of the building with the nose intact. Okay? So something's doctored somewhere either in these so maybe it's a bogus recording of the video maybe it was something that was done live in the 17 second delay it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter all i'm saying is things like the flight path from the the flight data recorder which by the way rebooted 18 times in the short flight it was it was uh, it made Um, The claim or assertion that a 737 can fly at 550 miles an hour at 1,500 feet is bullshit. It is physically impossible. The engines will not even stay lit. The wings would be ripped off. You cannot do that. It is just not possible. So they have to either explain to me why they came up with that number, and how about those phone calls? How about those, there were no airphones on those aircraft in 2002. They'd been taken out. And there was no technology to make cell phone calls from airplanes at the time. Yet we have 10, 20, 30 different recordings, people calling back. That's technology that just wasn't there at the time. That's all I'm saying. I know aviation, that's all I know. The maneuvers that were made, no freaking way.
0: I think you've made yourself clear on this point more than a few times. Let's move on. Did you hear about the uh, the big explosion in Ontario? No, I have not heard about a big explosion in Ontario. The
1: pipeline, uh, the Trans-Canada natural gas pipeline blew up. Oh, it did? Yeah, I mean, why, why do we hear about this, right? <laughs> this is news to me. <coughs> Yeah, no, why would you? Why would we put that on the air when we've got Aaron naked? Give me a break. Nothing to see here. Uh, yeah, I got it for you. Okay.
0: Don't look over here. Nothing, Nothing to see here. Look at
1: that! An explosion along a Trans Canada natural gas line in northern Ontario on Saturday sent a huge column of fire into the sky. One man who uh, was two miles away it actually sent him and his two sons flying through the air. Oh God! uh let me see what the uh a pillar of fire about two hundred meters high that's six hundred feet possibly higher uh so they they literally blew up a a piece of the pipeline, which I presume is kind of important
0: yeah it's amazing they can fix those things as fast as they' as they can, oh really, yeah.
1: Well, I just find it interesting because don't isn't Canada, Canadian gas important, or is it only the oil that's important that comes from Canada? No, we, we both. Well, wouldn't that we be something? more gas than oil. Wouldn't that be something to say like, uh, "Hey, damn, uh, we got to shore this up. We got to
0: do something." I don't know. Maybe they don't. Want, maybe they don't want us to say to say these things. Let me just uh, let me just do a little. Uh, Google so let's you know. Let's. There's search, a couple you know. of. Go ahead. Well, I, I lost my train of thought just in the middle of it. <laughs>
1: Step away from the no, Oregon machine. it's there's like
0: these rays coming in through the window. I don't know what they are.
1: <laughs> Step away from the orgone machine. <laughs> uh, Calgary Sun, Trans Canada Line. There's like
0: there's not a single. I don't see a single U.S. publication reporting on this. This is, okay, now I got my thought back. This is reminding me of the the numerous breaks in the uh, various pieces of fiber around the country that have been caused by vandalism. As, it, as they as they like to call oh, it.
1: Oh right, right, right. We haven't talked And, I, and
0: about I'm that. totally convinced that there's somebody or some group or somebody's testing uh, the network. And to, in other words, if you break, let's see, let's say if I break the fiber here, here, and here, what are the results? Okay, and I see what the results are. And then I break the fiber here and here. What are the results? In other words, I'm reverse engineering the uh, the grid in such a way that I know which two or three places to break permanently to bring down the net. Right, and nobody reports on this because it's I don't know why. I'm, I, I wrote it up on a Twitter thing to, to, for people to report to me when they had local events, and then and Twitter, got, and I, then
1: Twitter went down. <laughs>
0: I got a whole bunch of them. I mean, people said, "Well, yeah, there's one in Chicago. There's one over here. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. That happened. Blah blah blah." And it's just one, and they're just scattered all over the place. So it's not like you can put your finger on, you know, on anything because it's like you know, local event here, local event there. Because we don't, you know, our our national news doesn't really. Try to consolidate many little local things that are coincidental. So you could get a, you could do a lot of research uh, in this in the country because it's so big by doing little local things like rob a bank or do or. Search, that's <laughs> hey, a little, that's a good
1: idea, kids. <laughs> Go out
0: and rob a bank. <laughs> I mean, because if you know if a bank is robbed in Charleston, South Carolina. And like they shoot everybody in the bank or gas it or they do something weird like they use sarin gas at the bank robbery or something strange. happens. And the network news doesn't pick it up and they won't because it's just in Charleston. You don't know that, you know, this is part of a bigger scheme because you're never going to hear about it. Exactly. You're not going to hear about it in Houston. Well, but even
1: things that happen in uh, in our nation's capital, you don't really even hear about. Uh, You may have heard briefly, just briefly – About the panic on the Potomac? You didn't even hear about that, did you? No, I remember something about it. Okay, so all of a sudden, briefly though, because it immediately got squashed, there was this report that a Coast Guard... um, Oh, right, 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 right. A a Coast Guard boat was firing on a private craft... (laughs) <laughs> well, hold on a second. Which, I,
0: which is funny in itself.
1: Well, it's funny unless you think that it, I believe there was actually an assassination attempt on the president, and I'll tell you why. First of oh, all, the, the way we go. yeah, well, the way this was passed off is that the Coast Guard was on nine eleven that the Coast Guard was uh, doing a a, a, pr- a drill, a practice with uh, you know firing guns, but in reality. The president was about to cross, in, in his motorcade, was about to cross the bridge on, I think it's I-395. I'll have to look that up in a moment. And at the exact same moment, as, he's, as his motorcade is approaching this bridge, which then the Coast Guard starts, well, this is what I think happened, they start firing on this private craft. And it is my belief that there was a plot to blow up the bridge at the moment the president's motorcade crossed it. And even if that's a crazy crackpot theory, it's at least worth mentioning that all this stuff took place when the president was going right over this so-called exercise. And there is one, uh, the Baltimore Sun reported on it, and uh, they at least have some of the facts. Uh, Let me see... uh, Uh, During the exercise, which began at 9.30 a.m., four 25-foot patrol craft churned up the surface of the river while a Coast Guard helicopter zoomed overhead. Now, CNN, unaware that it was only a simulated confrontation which was monitoring police radio frequencies, relayed the Coast Guard conversations to an audience. To his audience within minutes, Reuters News Agency and Fox News Channel picked up the CNN story. So then it was like, oh my God, there's something going on. You know, They they stopped traffic at Dulles Airport. You know, there's like They shut everything down. And then immediately the word goes out, no, 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 no. no Don't no, no, look no. over here. Nothing to see here. Ooh, look at that. And then they retracted the story. But President Barack Obama, who attended the Pentagon ceremony with his wife, Michelle crossed the Potomac Bridge close to the scene around the time that the exercise was underway. Okay, so that's according to the Baltimore Sun. I believe that there was an assassination attempt on the president. It is certainly not unthinkable.
0: No, I mean, the presidents today are, uh, there's constant plotting going on this is why the secret service is like so you know has to be uh so oh well i'll take it one step further i think that the cia
1: i think the cia and uh <clears throat> are at war technically with the obama administration well and i think it's an the, interesting th- i think yes i think cia is still pretty much they're, they're cheney's boys and 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 bush's boys and maybe even Bill Clinton's boys to some, de- to some degree. And they are like, they're just not taking any shit. They're not listening to him. That's why Obama has his own little um, uh, force that he set up to, uh, they'll, oh, CIA can't interview, uh, interrogate uh, uh, terrorists anymore. No, my guys are going to do that. I think there's a war going on between the CIA and the Obama administration.
0: You know, I've heard stranger things. It's a possibility, but you know they're if they're going to have you know I don't know. It's a good theory. I like the idea of the because uh, the, the whole thing was a little sketchy. This this Coast Guard thing, and then somebody got reprimanded for. Well, what were you thinking? it was 9-11. it's the same it thing. It doesn't as, make any sense.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean for the for Air Force One uh, to fly so close to Manhattan and circle around. You know, oh, 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 that was just stupid. We'll fire the guy or he'll resign. No, 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 I don't believe this shit. I really, really, really don't. And there's stuff with other well, leaders going on. Air Force
0: One, on. the Air Force. Course, one incident flying around Manhattan that day was is a good example of. Uh, I mean, it, it was actually Saturday Night Live, Live just did a rerun last night on that that took place during that incident, and they made this point, which is very easy. So why why is this thing flying around at all? You can Photoshop it anywhere, and they showed it Photoshopped, yeah, you know, in a bathroom and exactly. Photoshopped trickery, exactly. So why is the – what's the point of actually having to take these uh, these pictures when you can just fake it? Well, that cheaper. Will, it's that, cheaper, that, by the way. You know, flying a 747 around for a half hour is not yes. – it's, it's expensive. I mean, you 60, can have all the Photoshop dollars. experts in the world that yeah. do a better job. Yeah, it's about $60,000. And 60, it would be a, better,
1: it'd be a better job. And I will say that that these theories that, that – run around in my head about the cia and obama actually lead me to believe or to at least consider that obama is a kind of a good guy and try and try and actually trying to make something good happen um but he ain't gonna get too far with the you know the cia killed jfk we all know that you know it's uh forget about it
0: well we'll see the, uh, I don't think you can afford to, uh, I don't think you can, I don't think the government can afford to assassinate uh, a, a black president the repercussions would be ridiculous should i tell you something else? i think you should actually protected no no, no i think he would be more likely to be protected
1: yeah but i'll tell you something that i've also noticed and maybe this ties into it and boy we're really on our crackpot roll today aren't we yeah what? it's
0: because we start with the wilhelm reich craziness yeah, well
1: thanks i'd appreciate it uh watching real time with bill maher on uh, on friday night and, and and i do not like this program i'm Actually, sometimes Mars says something like, yeah, okay, I'm down with that, I agree with that, but here's what he's he's saying more and more and more, and he had Kathy Griffin on, who actually said it out loud a, several, a, a couple of times. It appears now, this is kind of the meme, if you are against Obama, or if you yell,
0: you lie, at, uh, at a, an address to the Joint House, Well, appear- by the way, just as an aside... In the Parliament of of Great Britain and Can- or Canada, they do that all the time. They they it's like you're crazy not to do but it. But you
1: actually say, but it's different. There is a difference because the way they do it is
0: the Honorable Gentleman is a liar. You have to say that,
1: the Honorable Gentleman that's in the Gentleman. Great Britain.
0: But you haven't seen the Canadian Parliament. Nah. The Canadian Parliament is completely out of control. They yell, "You suck."
1: <laughs> the same thing is happening in Australia as well. By the way, they've had a couple of big fights there. But anyway, we digress. Um, if you are against Obama, you these days are pretty much deemed a racist. And this is what Bill Maher does. If if you if you have a chance, John, if you have a chance to look at a replay, otherwise I have it recorded. I'll
0: look at it. It plays all week.
1: Bill, you Bill watch it. Maher is saying this. You can you can watch the beginning, the middle, or the end. You can fast forward. Every single time he says these people aren't against his policies; they just don't like the idea of a black man in the White House. And I think this is re- this is a meme that I am very, very afraid of, because this is a perfect setup to assassinate the first black president and then start an all-out, god-forsaken, fucked-up civil war in the United States. It's a setup. It is a setup. And Coulter's saying it, of all people. Um, but Bill Maher, man, every, his, in his monologue, in his interviews, in his panel discussion, it's always like they, they the conservatives, but that he means Republicans, they just don't like the idea of a black man in the White House. He's saying it straight up. And that, to me, in itself is a racist comment. And it's incendiary. It's... It's so wrong on so many levels, and no one's calling him out on it. Hey, let me call him out. Bill Maher, stop that shit, you dick. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it.
0: Yeah, I think you got a point there. I've noticed this, too. And Maher, of course, I can't take it anymore anyway. Of course, you have to wonder why he's even got this show. Thank you. Another good point uh because he's not the best of breed that's and do we sure. remember
1: do we remember bill maher what happened most people don't remember this john you and i are both old enough on december maybe it was the, uh, december uh, september either 11th or probably the 12th or the 13th he had a show in new york it was a i think it was a network show but it was uh um, he was on abc it was ABC. called politically correct politically incorrect incorrect right And he said, "Which was
0: bullshit because it was so politically correct. It's ridiculous." (laughs) No, it was. I think it
1: was called politically incorrect.
0: No, I know, but I'm just saying. Right, it wasn't politically incorrect. And
1: he said on his show, he said, "You know, actually, the, the real heroes here are the terrorists. It takes a lot of balls to use box cutters to hijack a plane and then and then fly it to your death." into a tower. This guy, it was the outrage of the week. He got kicked off the air immediately. Sponsors pulled out from the entire network and this guy was uh, he I think he went to live in uh in Australia for a year or two <laughs> literally he left the country didn't he i think he had to actually leave the country
0: well he also don't forget to add insult to injury he called american soldiers cowards oh, for man. using uh, cruise missiles instead of having the uh, balls to go in there with the box cutters or whatever it was a compl- i actually watched that show i
1: watched the show too i was and, and i was sitting there i was going like well i understand your point but it
0: was a, i thought my jaw hit the floor yeah of course
1: i was like I said, dude you guy just guy killed is so yourself nigh-
0: naive to say this at this moment he is fucked and and he was
1: and now he's back with all of this nah and how did he get that how could anyone say you know what i i, th- I think I, I think i'll take you on man i think I'll, i think i'll give <laughs> you a show uh, that's really good let's bring back bill maher how quickly we forget when we're in shock because that we're still in shock from nine eleven. we are completely in shock which is how the financial terrorists were able to go and steal our money And why now it's happening. These these things, I really believe, and whether there's a global conspiracy or not.
0: You're suggesting that Marr is a stooge. Yes. Oh, yeah. Or a bag man for some other, uh, an intellectual bag man, let's say. Yes. For some other group that has an agenda.
1: And something else interesting happened on the show. He had on his program uh, Governor, uh, not Governor, um, Congressman Anthony Weiner. And what's interesting about Weiner is that in 90, early 90s, he was a councilman in New York, in Brooklyn, I believe. And CNN asked me to do an episode of one of their kind of hip political programs. And their, and their idea was, let's have the young MTV guy go interview the young councilman. And so I hung out with him for a whole day. I interviewed him on the street, meeting old people. I interviewed him in a pool hall and his, you know, his neighborhood pool hall. But he was, chuck schumer's boy and so i actually went and interviewed chuck schumer and i'll never forget that interview because i had my questions but i really was not aware politically at all i didn't know shit not that i know anything now but certainly a lot less and i remember these questions that cnn had basically given me given me and i asked a couple of questions and they must have been real like softballs or something and schumer just ripped me an asshole and i was like oh my god you know i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about here this guy is running circle i mean this is not you know madonna who i'm interviewing this is this is a dude who really knows what he's saying and watch this guy watch and uh watch anthony wiener very interesting guy actually um not pro Obama, pro presidency in general, had some really interesting things to say about, uh, about healthcare, stuff that you and I would actually agree with and kind of like, John. But it was, it's very fun for me to see how Chuck Schumer's guy is set up and now he's brought into Bill Maher's show. Watch this guy. Watch this guy. He's going to rise very quickly to stardom. And he literally came from the, either the Bronx or Brooklyn. I can't remember as a councilman. He, and I don't know how all of a sudden, you know, like 15 years later, the guy's a congressman. I don't remember that happening. It's very, very interesting. And it just, to me, adds more fuel to the fire that burns inside me that, that all, that we, we know nothing. We know nothing about how it actually works. And it's a big game and we're not in it. Politics is show business for ugly people.
0: Well, we're not in it, but for one thing, uh, the people out there who listen to this show, and we have plenty of listeners, and a lot of them uh, give us money. One thing for sure, we are, we're decent not probably the best in the world, but we're because we you know have some personality, we're decent at deconstructing as best we can some of these things that take place in front of us. In fact, I think the deconstruction of the uh, SEIU thing we did last week, or you did actually, you came up with it, uh, was a, just a stunner. And uh, some of these other things, these, these theoreticals that we're dreaming up as we try to uh, make sense of the world, uh, of, of the world, well, of the of that, world. Make sense out of things like you know. And let's ask the question again: Why is Bill Maher on HBO at all? At the, not and that he doesn't deserve to work. It's just that he's not the best of breed for that kind of a show. Why is he? Why is he on that show? I mean, and out of the blue, after doing what he did on the other show, which is burn the uh, basically burn the network and burn the sponsors.
1: And so. Bill Maher, um, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, Glenn Beck, uh, who's the dude with the big head on MSNBC, Oberman. These guys are making millions and millions of dollars. We're sitting here twice a week. It's about three hours. We have no writers. We have no staff. We're, we're I think we're actually some, I certainly, I feel we put ourselves out there in some form of, Peril, <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> Peril. If, if, yeah, I mean, yeah, if we were important... It could be pied any this, minute. This show, you will never, ever, ever hear a show like this on the radio. You'll never see a show like this on television. You may see some bits of it written about here and there, but probably only on the internet. You'll never see it in the New York Times. We, and, and I agree, John. The value that we provide by deconstructing Telling you how television works, telling you how media works, both having, you know, a combined 40, 50 years of experience in the business, you can't get anywhere. And we'd like to do more of it, and people do support us, and we don't have commercials, we don't have sponsors. All we ask for is that you keep us going, really keep us motivated. I have to say it's part motivational, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit around and do this shit for free. I want to feel like I'm getting some reward, just an... You know sometimes, yeah it's great when I get an email from a from a sixteen or seventeen year old kid who's saying, "Hey man, uh, I really like what you're saying. I don't agree with everything, but it gives me stuff to think about. I talk about it with my friends. I try to turn them onto to it, but there are there are a lot of people listening to this show, and we'd like you to to help us donate it motivates it helps us do certain things um like go out to dinner and review them, which we should probably do before we." shut down the show and by the way i can't i'd be amiss if i didn't mention uh that there's a two to the head we have to talk about before uh, we shut down
0: okay well let me go and mention some some names that are are some of our contributors this week <laughs> are you regurgitating your notes <laughs> Silly. I don't have the sound effects machine. Anyway, we did get a lot of people that helped us out this week, and I want to thank them individually. Uh, anyone who gave over fifty or hundred bucks, we like to uh, mention. Kevin Hartle, fifty-one dollars in Roscoe, Pennsylvania. We got a lot of international gifts this week. Uh, Andrew Tong from Hong Kong gave us eighty-nine sixty-four, which has some meaning. Uh, you can try to figure it out while I continue. Uh, Neil Liston, who is in Edinburgh, is there a place Lothians, UK? Yeah. Lothians. Okay, well he gave us seventy five bucks. Thanks, Neil. Eighty nine sixty four uh, is a graphics card. Eighty nine sixty four? dollars maybe he's the inventor of it. Andrew <laughs> Tong. Anyway. Uh, William Arcand, hundred and twenty three dollars and forty five cents, which is actually one, two, three, four, five. Nice, it's pretty cute. Nice. Yeah, like- he's in Dracut or Draycut, uh, Massachusetts. Richard Howard uh, gave us $150, and he's in the Ritzy neighborhood of Prospect Heights, Illinois. And um, we want to thank him profusely. And then we have Stan Van de Burgt, B-U-R-G-T. Van de Burgt? Yeah, yeah, in Utrecht. 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 And he gave us $101, which is, I think, uh, for him was, I think, 20 euros. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and some and some loose change. <laughs> so you know, thank you for the twenty euros. Uh, Jeremy Manor, uh, Forestville, California, Wine Country, gave us one hundred four dollars and twenty cents. Charles Moe in Lafayette, Colorado, fifty. And here's one from uh, from Merzig, uh, Deutschland, uh, and it's J A A P M E I J E R, which I'm assuming is just Yap uh, uh, Meijer or Mayor. Yap, yeah. That's what I'm guessing, 50 bucks. And then we have uh, our seventh woman to listen to the show. us uh, Jennifer, uh, and, I th- and this is another one that's a, that's a hard one. It says C-H-O-C-H-O-L-A-C-E-K, which I'm thinking is Coco And she hmm. can correct me if I'm uh, wrong. Where's she from? Calgary, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Home of the uh, Calgary Stampede, I'd recommend people go I have
1: been to the Calgary Stampede. I I did an MTV uh, shoot up there. That's fascinating.
0: I've been wanting to go. It's supposed to be one of the great shows. Oh, I got it. it, I
1: I still have, um, they gave me, because you know when you're the MTV guy, they gave me a huge Calgary Stampede belt buckle, which I still (laughs) have somewhere, probably right underneath the pile of the missing orgone
0: papers. uh, (laughs) I'm sure that's where it is. Yeah. Uh, great show. I, I
1: agree. Great show. Great great thing to go witness if you want to see some good old plain entertainment that uh that doesn't include
0: electronics. Yeah, no it's uh, supposed to be fantastic. Anders Wald Eldhuset. E L D H U S E T, Eldhuset, Eldhuset. He's in Sandsli, Norway. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. He gave us fifty bucks. I don't. I'm sure I butchered his name, James Briscoe, A little easier. One from Bayshore, New York, gave us seventy six ninety seven, which obviously has some significance. You can try to figure it out. And then a, a a a company called Divided Dawn in Castor, in Castor, Netherlands. Is there a Castor? Spell it. C a s t o r. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm not familiar with it. Fifty. And uh, finally, uh Madden Fred uh gave us fifty five dollars, which is obviously some some. can drive fifty five.
1: That's it. Can drive fifty don't drive fifty
0: five. But this is I th- I believe it's our first gift from South Africa.
1: Oh, Donkey Vill South Africa. There you go. That's see, my Dutch is only good in Holland and South Africa.
0: So it seems to be good on the phone. You're always yakking in Dutch. So yeah. um I want to thank everybody for these donations. I also want to thank the people who give us the five dollar monthlies and the two dollars that used to give us the two dollar monthlies, but the five we have five now and And and,
1: is, and the people who uh rebroadcast us on their low uh, power FM. And transmitters. there's still people
0: that give us ten, fifteen, twenty dollars and you know, I still have a couple somebody keeps giving us forty nine ninety five. And
1: how about our buddy who does the artwork? By the way, I have not seen a new piece of artwork from him. Uh that's okay. We have stuff we can cover for him. What's
0: his name again though? Ah. Uh, you forgot his name already? Yeah. We, well, you know, we, we need to have a big sign with these guys names on them. These guys are for the volunteers. Uh Derek Bolly? Is that his name? No. Is it Derek? I thought no, Derek no. did
1: something else. No, Derek does you're right. Derek does something else. Keep going I'll. uh
0: Anyway, I want to thank everybody and and all these minor uh amounts is is, is great. But anyway, go to no agenda. Show NoagendaShow.com or Dvorak.org slash NA and uh, hit one of the con- contribution boxes and we need your help this is just a week by week thing so i mean it's not as though you know everyone's okay we got our money and now we can do the show it has to be like always coming in and uh so we have to keep asking over and over and over again i don't want to overdo it but the fact of the matter is uh, i think you're getting 3 hours a week or or 12 hours a month yeah or, or, and, and, or, and j-
1: just think about all the the 4 hours you sit down in front of your television per day right all the damage, the, the damage, the the damage that watch. is being done and all the crappy commercials you have to watch, you know. And by the way, you give to PBS, please. Have you seen those guys' offices? Have you yeah, seen the cars they, they drive? Yeah, they're living Riley. Jeez. Oh, Anyways, my goodness. So we're,
0: we're producing about 144 hours a year. If you could give us, like, you know, even uh, a dollar, uh, an hour. An, an hour, yeah. You would give us 144 and, bucks. And, and, and it's... You I know go. there's a lot of people out there that are slightly guilt-ridden about the fact that they listen, and, and we do. You know, we have no, we are not taking any advertisement, and that's the way we want it to stay.
1: And uh, both John and I would quit our all of our jobs if we could do this full time. At least I, I'll just reassert that I would if I could do this five days a week. Of course. I do it in
0: a heartbeat. Five days a week. We don't want to blow these people, <laughs> blow their minds. <laughs> five days a week. Can you imagine doing the, the actually going to five days, three hours a day, five days a week? Not, now, not three about,
1: No, 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 not three hours. And that's not the same as radio where they actually do three hours. You but they don't
0: really do three hours. Because of, all the, yeah, of all the commercials. Yeah,
1: because of all the commercials. But do an hour, an hour and a half. John, there's plenty of stuff we can deconstruct. We've lived enough life to have some background on most of these things. Certainly. You have, uh, you know, this. You have,
0: yeah, it's right, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so thank you all very much. It's highly appreciated, and keep it going, and get more people listening, and get more yeah, people get more donating
0: because you never know. But uh, no what? agenda
1: newagendashowcom no slash na I'm 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 afraid to ask almost if we've had any other sign ups for the year. No, uh, we've had no the, more sign ups I think
0: we're, if we, by Thursday we don't get this thing half full we're have to cancel the dinner and 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 schedule something more interesting because I guess people just you know nobody's around we got people in South Africa there's a number of people that can make it to Las Vegas on that night seems to be limited I have to an two idea
1: people. maybe we could do um a one-off show that you couldn't get into unless uh, unless you would, and it wouldn't have to be five hundred dollars, obviously, in, in, unless you had donated in some way, and it could be a live forum or something. This I don't know. I just I'm thinking yeah,
0: we that- will we'll take suggestions for ideas for for money making, and uh, put them in the hopper. Yeah, but meanwhile, go to uh, devour. dot org slash na or noagendashow.com dot com and and sign up.
1: Um, so before we go, I just uh, wanted to mention that well, we have uh, two
0: things to talk about we got the dinner review, and we still have the uh, two to the head
1: can we why don 't we keep the dinner review Because want do the because we 're kind of running out of time. The dinner review will take a long time it'll, okay it'll take another ten minutes, uh, and this we can be done with pretty quickly uh, ex governor rod Blagojevich's aide, Christopher Kelly, who um was already set to uh, go to jail for um, uh, some. Uh, what was it? Uh, Eight and a half million dollar fraud. Yeah, I guess he took payoffs for uh, some roofing contract. Uh huh. <laughs> At O'Hare International Airport. Oh, uh, that would be a good one. But he was also <clears throat> O'Hare in Chicago, eh? Yeah, yeah, You don't, you don't say, eh? Um, he was also indicted and was set to testify. In the uh, Blagojevich trial, uh, he took an overdose of aspirin and died. Overdose of aspirin? I'm not kidding you. An overdose of aspirin. How much aspirin do you have to take? Is there there anything in the story about that? (laughs) Please. No, of course there's not. Of course not. So this guy, uh, you know, and Blagojevich is back in the news. You know, he's written his book and... Um I'm not quite sure which side he's on, but this is obviously about, <clears throat> uh, he says that uh, Rahm Emanuel literally told him, hey man, I want you to take care of this uh, uh, this Senate seat for me because when I'm, uh, after like two years in the Obama administration, I want to get out, I want to get back into my seat of real power, of course, because you know that's where you've got some power, particularly if you're in the Chicago club. And uh, so Blagojevich, being a good soldier, did so, and of course uh, he got busted. And uh, so I have a feeling that uh, that this uh, Kelly guy probably had some information that people didn't want him
0: to uh, uh, didn't want him to uh, let see the light of day. Uh, That's why I always <clears> like to advise. If you know, if you if anybody out there you know, end up with information that you know would be extremely damaging to uh, to the power structure. I mean, what we do here is, of course, just deconstruct stuff and just, assume, you know, and let chips fall where they may. But we don't really know anything. But if you ever have that kind of information and something like this comes up, I would advise you to just get out of the country. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> just forget get about it and out leave. out of the country. Now,
1: there is one other, there is a little bit of a theory here, John. Of course, you could also say, because remember, this guy's about, about to go to jail. He's indicted to
0: testify. You know, I haven't seen a body. <laughs> He's to kind of small potatoes to be pulling that stunt, don't you think?
1: I don't know. You don't know. I mean, this goes all the way. This is you know, this is uh, related to Tony Resgo This is related, so it's directly related to Obama to Rahm Emanuel. No, you know, he there, could be in
0: th- Costa Rica.
1: There's a lot going on there. And then I just wanted to say, the uh, who was that guy we were talking about uh, at dinner? Who was just released from jail the the crazy the crazy senator with the with the with the wig.
0: Oh yeah. you could remember his name. I can never remember James, that. James James uh ah. put it on the Thursday list. Yeah. Crazy Senator.
1: Yeah. He, Maybe uh, somebody
0: in the chat room knows. Yeah, Crazy
1: Senator with a wig. Trafficant. Trafficant.
0: Trafficant,
1: yeah. Trafficant, yeah. He uh he went to jail for seven years. Uh and uh he was yeah, he was the only guy ever to get out of a rico charge by representing himself and uh, basically they set him up but this guy is on on uh, on television saying and this is what he's saying he's saying i just want you to know that israel controls the senate and the congress and of course he did the, he did the <clears throat> the big no no <clears throat> this is the one you never do he says ah, israel controls all of our media oops <laughs> that's a good way to get suicided
0: james uh interesting guy keep your eye on him James trafficant you, <laughs> you know that. that's just another to me he's just another Jew hater
1: yeah he probably is but he's but you know interesting entertainment
0: yeah I know it's entertaining to a point but it reminds me of that crazy video you sent me if you just looked in the behind the scenes on all those people that were responsible for the producing that thing they are all, all a bunch of Nazis I mean they just uh, they're uh, it just uh, it's, it's unconscionable I mean the fact of the matter is the media I mean Last time I looked, is really controlled by Wall Street. Thank you.
1: I think Wall Street and the Democrats, actually. I think the Democrats control Fox
0: News. Yeah, you have this theory. I have not bought into that one yet.
1: Uh, stick around. I mean, I
0: know that Fox News has, has been a little flaky on a number of things. And one of the more interesting ones, and I just want to mention this at the last thing, is you know, we have this local talk show host here in San Francisco called Michael Savage. Yeah. And Michael Savage... He, 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 was, he was the guy that was forbidden entry to the U.K., Yeah, he was put on a terrorist list. Yeah, terrorist list, and 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 none of the news media would even mention this. And he harped on it. In fact, I think it hurt his feelings. Although he's kind of a (laughs) nutty guy. But, you know, Fox News and all these other right wingers, you'd think they would say, hey, this could happen to me or, you know, as far as they were concerned, I know what they were thinking. They're thinking, ha ha, this is so funny that that asshole finally got, you know, something happened to him. You know, it's just the way these guys are because everybody's kind of jealous of each other. But but nobody wanted to report on it. And it's actually an abomination.
1: And then uh, one that I've been I've been moving this story on for three weeks now, three weeks and uh, you're not seeing it in mainstream news uh but Benjamin Netanyahu uh since we're talking about Israel made a uh, surprise and covert visit to uh Russia to meet with um uh Putin what's or the other guy uh, Medvedev no but yeah that guy and uh so, and he did it on a private jet on uh what was it um I'm trying to think, Uh Israeli millionaire Yossi Maimon on his private jet. And the way they did it is they actually had the jet diverted. And this is all documented. They had the jet diverted. It was supposedly flying to, well, not to Russia, that's for sure. And then they uh, had to land in Russia. And first, uh, <clears throat> the prime minute, uh, Netanyahu's... Uh, spokesman denied it and then there was so much irrefutable proof that he actually was there they said okay well it was a secret secret meeting and we didn't want anyone to know about it yeah no kidding and the assertion is that it's about the arctic sea and the missiles apparently that were on that you know this was supposed to be like wood or something that this thing had in cargo and it was uh all of a sudden it went missing it was hijacked um or pirates had gotten a hold of it and so the uh, the story is that the russians were actually sending um uh, missiles and anti-cruise missile devices to iran uh and that the uh what's heating up now of course is that uh, israel may possibly be gearing up for a strike against um uh iran and uh, there's more shit going on there that uh, you won't hear about
0: in the news. So, you don't think that Netanyahu didn't go to Russia to uh, tell. Uh Medvedev to uh, tell the Russian mob to take the heat off of Madoff because, he oh. know...
1: <laughs> Dude, totally possible. <laughs> uh, I like it, John. I'll take that as a theory, too. I'd like that one much more than the, the idea of global thermal nuclear war. Yeah. <laughs> I much more prefer that.
0: It makes more sense to me.
1: All right, I'm going to go um, study... Uh, I'm going to go get some pipes. I've got a, a building site across the street. Maybe I can steal some of their pipes and create my, cl- my own cloudbuster.
0: Yeah, CloudBuster. we have to work on that. So, uh, okay. And by the way, Lothian, I've noticed, is in Scotland near Edinburgh. Ah, that makes sense.
1: Okay, so uh, lots to do on Thursday. I will be in the Netherlands for the next show. I'm going back briefly for just a few days, picking up my daughter, coming back. So we'll be back at the end of the week. But uh, we'll bring you a, a show as scheduled, because that's what you're paying for. Coming to you from the minimum security containment cell... In the undisclosed loft location, still under threat of eminent domain removal and destruction. In Game Nation West, San Francisco, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And from uh, the overcast northern Silicon Valley, where I'm very suspicious about this weather, I'm John C. Dvorak. We will talk again on Thursday, right here, on No Agenda.